our guys, um, to their credit, they all come in and they're high character guys. They work extremely hard. They care about each other. And I thought we were able to see that in the bubble. And they came back with a different motivation. Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Outlet Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Smith, and today our guest is the NBA 2020 bubble spike ball champion and Phoenix Suns <laughs> assistant coach, Willie Green. Willie, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. How have you been? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. And um, as you can see, we're here in the Madhouse and just getting a little work in with the guys, but I'm doing great overall. Yeah, I mean, it's been really cool to see how quickly everyone kind of wanted to get back to work post-bubble play. What do you think that says about what you guys built in the bubble and how the future of this team is looking? Well, I think, you know, first starting with the bubble, I thought it was, it was great for us as an organization, as a staff, for our young guys, for our players. Um, we, we were able to build a lot of momentum, you know, collectively our guys, I felt, just took a step forward uh, in their maturity level. And I think one of the reasons that we're, we're eager to get back is twofold. One, the bubble, um, the momentum we had, but also just what's going on in the world today. I think this is, this is like the safe haven. This is where we can all come. We can get away for a few hours and just work on the things that we do well. Yeah, and then it also I feel like is, is pretty neat to see how you guys are still navigating all the precautions because we're still in the middle of a pandemic, um, but how are you guys still creating a safe environment for these guys while also allowing them to continue to work on their game? We're still following NBA protocol. Uh, we're wearing masks um, when we're on the floor with the guys while we're in the building. Temperature checks before we walk in. Um, they're cleaning the gym after every session and weight room session. And we space the guys out. Everybody has a time slot, so we're still going by NBA precautions. and. You know, we just want to be as safe, safe as we can, but still come in and get some work in. Yes, absolutely. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. But first, I want to kind of look back and recap your first season with the Phoenix Suns. Overall, how would you describe this first year? Obviously, a little bit different, a longer year <laughs> than most. But overall, what would you say um, this year was like for you? Overall, um, I think this year was... It had its ups and downs, it had its challenges, but it was rewarding. And I say rewarding because we had a chance to uh, do something miraculous in, in the bubble that you know, not many people expected. And it was rewarding to put in that type of work, starting with a new um, team, organization, um, just kind of building the momentum, building the foundation, and to finish that part of our season um, with, such a, with such a positive uh, momentum. So it was, it was rewarding. What would you say is the highlight of your year? <laughs> I have to say, um, book hitting that game winner against the Clippers. Um, basketball wise, that, that was, it was great to see him, you know, take over a game, take over the bubble the way he did. His teammates all rallied around him. I mean, those guys played great too. And then that shot, that just capped it off for us. That was, that was awesome. All right, take me into that moment for you because we've asked a lot of guys to describe what that moment was like from their perspective. So I want to know what yours was like. You know what? I was, I saw the play happening and we didn't have anything. And, you know, heads up to Mikhail. Mikhail got a, a big time deflection, which kind of goes unnoticed. And it was a heads up play by Ricky. 
getting it to Book right away. I think Ricky got the ball to Book right away. Book drove left, which me working with him, I, I kind of understood that's the way he likes to get his shot off. They cut him off and just from my angle, sitting on the bench watching him, I, I felt like he just threw it, threw the shot up. But going back, looking at it, he really, he took his time, spent great footwork, great balance, got it off and possibly got fouled, made the shot and we just, we just all went nuts. <laughs> possibly got fouled, I love that. <laughs> and then after, of course, in the locker room, I think that was one of the coolest things that I'm glad that we got to see because a lot of times we don't get to see what goes on in the locker room after something like that. But just the camaraderie and how excited this team was, both for Devin and for the collective group. Did you see that all year from these guys or is that something that you saw grow in the bubble? Well, it's definitely a maturation process. You know, our guys, um, to their credit, they all come in and they're high character guys. They work extremely hard. They care about each other. And I thought we were able to see that in the bubble. And they came back with a different motivation. And that shot, along with a number of other games, big games from other players on our team, um, we were able to see the excitement and the joy that they had for one another. And that's rewarding as a coach to be able to see that. Yeah, for sure. All right, Suns fans, I think we can all agree. 2020, we've got enough problems in this world and bullying should not be one of them. So here's the deal. Parents and kids can address the issue of bullying in different ways, but we can all work together to help stop bullying. For more tips and information, head to muststopbullying.org. Okay, what would you say is the biggest lesson that you've learned this year? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think the biggest lesson that I've learned is, um, you know, the greatest coaches or the best coaches aren't necessarily the ones that talk about X's and O's, but it's, it's, the, it's doing everything from a place of love. Um, people feel that. And if, if, I can, if I can develop a relationship with players, coaches, front office, and I can be critical, but out of love, I think it's, they can receive it better. It's not how well I draw up a play or how much I get on you or discipline or how great I am, at, but it's how much people feel that you love them and care about them. How much of that did you have before joining the Suns and how much of that did you learn from Coach Monty? Because that's something that we have heard a lot from the players and everyone around the organization yeah. is that they can feel that love and that really <laughs> deep care from him. Well, Monty started with me early. You know, I came in as a rookie and, I, and we were together. I played, we played together with the Sixers. And uh, he was really tough on me as a rookie starting off. And I couldn't figure it out. I was like, why is this guy always on me about being on time and tuck my shirt in and this, this, this. And as I got to know him, I, I, I knew he was coming from a place of love. And then years later, I had an opportunity to play for him as the head coach in New Orleans. And the same thing, you know, he was even better. Um, he's just a loving man, loving family. And, uh, you know, whatever he does, he's always coming from a place of love. And then I had the, the, the blessing of working for Steve Kerr, and he's very similar. Um, he can get on guys, but it's all coming from a good place. And I think, you know, those type of people make great coaches. How has your relationship with Monty evolved this year? Because like you said, teammates, and then you were his player, and now you guys are coaching together. What does that evolution look like as coaches? 
Well, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to come and take on this challenge is uh, I wanted to do it with someone that, you know, I kind of grew up watching and learning under. And um, he's, he's on me to be better, and I want him to be on me to be better as a, as a coach, uh, to be better uh, in my preparation, but more importantly, to be better as a man. And, I, and, and that's where Monty is just, he's great. And we challenge each other. You know, there's sometimes that I got to call him up, as he will say. <laughs> Uh, but for the most part, I'm just sitting back, I'm learning, I'm watching, and it's been fun. I love how he's got very specific wording for things that is inclusive, and you can tell that it, again, comes from a place of love, like calling up or calling in instead of calling someone out. He's got so many of those, and I really enjoy throughout the season when I kind of pick up on just kind of where those come from and, and the reasoning behind them. I think they're super cool. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting um, was Monty had complete faith in you from the jump. I mean, you came in and you were the head coach of the Summer League team. How much did that play into your success this season, knowing that you had his full faith? You know what? Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm still learning. And... You know, I'm not afraid to admit that. I don't know everything. Uh, and I think Monty has faith that he knows I'll, I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> but it's so much to learn, and there's so many guys in this league that's really at a high level. And I'm just taking little nuggets from everyone and trying to continue to establish uh, who I am and what I want to be in the future as a coach. Uh, but it feels good to know that you're coming in with, a, with somebody that believes in you, for sure. Suns fans, we all have the power to help stop bullying. And muststopbullying.org has a lot of information on how to define, how to recognize, how to act, how to discuss, and how to educate around stopping bullying. So again, head on over to muststopbullying.org for more information and tips. We've got some new faces on the coaching staff now. We've got Kevin Young and Brian Randall as a part of the squad. What do they bring to this team? Well, Brian is uh, he's, he's a Midwesterner, and um, he's actually really good friends with uh, Sean Livingston. They kind of grew up together. And anybody that Sean Livingston vouches for has to be great. And so I know he was in Minnesota. He was with Tibbs' staff. He was also with uh, Coach Saunders' staff. So, um, I'm looking forward to learning from him and, and watching, you know, some things that I can take from him and just grow together. And then Kevin, same thing, coming from Philly. Uh, he was in the G League for a few years and then worked his way up, uh, being with Brett Brown and his staff. And I've just heard uh, tremendous things from both of those guys, and we're all excited to have them. We can see the cohesiveness um, around the coaching staff and all of you guys, but that also has to extend into the players. How have you built relationships with these young guys on this team over the year? Well, I think the bubble was uh, the cap. You know, we were able to spend so much time together. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you, you hate to use the word force, but it was sort of forced time, but it was great for us. You know, we got a chance to play ping pong and spike ball and hang out at the pool eat dinners and lunches and breakfasts together, and that's how you build that relationship. You know, you sit down, you learn about where guys are from, the culture that they come from. We got guys from different countries and, and just how things are done and, you know, along with what's going on here in this country. And, and so we, it was just a good time for us to 
uh, just take it all in. And we came out, I feel like we came out of it a stronger group. Yes. Do you still remind the guys that you are the spike ball champion? I don't have to remind them. They know. They know what it is. <laughs> Honestly, that was one of my favorite things to watch from the bubble was just all of the small competitions that you guys had off the court, um, whether it was spike ball or the water basketball or even the football um, warm up right before practice. Those things were so fun to see. I feel like we got a lot of insight into the personality of both the coaches and the players. What was your favorite one? Spike ball, of For course. Sure. Yeah, I mean. Is it only because you won? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> only because I won. But no, that was my first time ever playing spike ball. And it's not, it's not uh, me boasting about myself, but Mikhail was my teammate. And uh, he just was kind of just showing me the ropes. Like, Willie, this is what you got to do. Or you can't hit this twice. And so I was learning on the fly. And to beat some guys that are, quote, really good spike ball champions, you know, book, talking to you. Uh, but. It was fun to go out there with the guys, just have a good time uh, and, and, and do some things that we wouldn't normally do. So it was cool. So we touched a little bit on this at the top of the show, but let's go a little bit more into it. With the success from the bubble, with the growth of the camaraderie and just the growth overall as a group, what do you think the future of this team looks like? Well, I definitely think that we're, we're a team that, um, number one, we, we want to take that momentum and build on it. Um, what that looks like, you know, I'm careful to make statements about um, where we want to be or what we want to do. You know, some of that stuff stays in-house for us. We know what our goals are. We know where we want to be as a team. We know what's been said about this organization, and we want to try to change some of those things for the better. So uh, I think there's some, some excitement here in the city. Um, we're all excited, and hopefully we can stay healthy and put together a, a really good season next year. In addition to the excitement about the team itself, there's so much around the organization to be excited about with the arena transformation, the completion of the Performance Center just around the corner. What are you most excited about to get into that practice facility? I think just having a state-of-the-art facility that the guys uh, feel is their home. And, you know, a lot of credit goes to Mr. Sarver and his staff and his, the people that he worked with in the front office, uh, revamping the arena. It's going to be, you know, really good for, for the fans to come in and get to see it for us. Um, having a new practice facility in, prime, in a prime location, uh, I think it's going to be great for us. And it's, it's, hopefully it, it uh, sends a message to, you know, other teams and, and that we're, we're a team that we want to be taken seriously. Absolutely. All right, Willie, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate you catching up with us and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon at the Performance Center. Thanks, Lindsay. Appreciate it.